good. Christian Arcan. We like the hippie in here. Christian and King. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arcan and Tom King. All right, it's about that time, ladies and gentlemen. It's 1 o'clock. It's Friday. It means it's time to win Tom King's lunch. Time for Tom or at least to win. attempt to win Tom <laughs> King's lunch. The way this works is very simple. I have 10 questions. And I will ask them to our contestant, and I will ask them to Tom King, and whoever does better, well, they'll win Tom King's lunch. Pretty simple. Uh, our contestant today, oh, hold on, this is the wrong music. I'm going to have to put the right music on now. So much stuff i got to do here. There we go. Thank you very much. There we go. This is, this is the game show contestant music I'm, uh, I'm comfortable with. All right, music's good. Uh, our contestant is on the line. It is Robert from Manchester. Hi, Robert. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Thanks for playing. Very good. You bet. Robert, you're going down. <laughs> you're the king. What can I say? All right, Robert, I got you on one side, Tom King on the other. You've heard you've heard this bit before. You know how it works. Ten questions. I'll ask you first and then Tom second, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, most of these questions have to do with the week that was in sports. Not all are directly beholden to that because we didn't do it last week. Right. So I've incorporated oh, some other doubled, ones. Doubled up on me, huh? Well, I don't know if I doubled up on you yeah, per se. But yeah. um, there's some, there's just, it's whatever. It's ten questions. You know yeah, how it you works. You probably will do well, Robert, because the contestants are due because I haven't lost in a while. So That's true. Robert, you right. seem a little nervous, but I think I think you'll be okay. All right, Tom King, get the oh, hell out boy. of here. All right. Good luck, Robert. Okay. Robert, are you a big barbecue fan? Sure. Good. Born in Texas. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What brought you up to Manchester? Uh, oh, I've been here a long time. Oh, is that right? Okay, very good. Yeah, 30 plus years. Uh, well, you already, just for uh, getting through, have earned yourself a $25 gift certificate to Casey's Rip Shack over on uh, 2nd Street in Manchester. And if you beat Tom King, we will double that for you, make it a even $50. And that buys a whole lot of ribs, uh, Robert. So here we go. Is Tom uh, is Tom out of range? I'm all alone now. Okay, great. Just you and me, Robert. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, start things off here with question number one. In Win Tom King's lunch. Question one, Robert in Manchester. Rob Gronkowski is having surgery today that will likely end his season. If he does not return this year, he will finish the 2016 season with 540 receiving yards. And this many touchdowns. You want a number? Yes. Uh, six. Half that. He's only gotten three touchdown receptions so far this year. All right. 0 for 1. That's okay, Robert. Plenty of time for you to bounce back. Question number two. Gronk's first back surgery, this will be his third, his first one came when he was a junior at this college causing him to miss his entire junior season. Where did Rob Gronkowski go to college, Robert? Uh, Florida. That is, uh, that is incorrect. He went to the University of Arizona. He is an Arizona Wildcat. All right, here we go, Robert. Question number three. In 2011, Rob Gronkowski became the first tight end in NFL history to do this. In NFL? In NFL history, became the first tight end to do this. Make it a little easier for you. First tight end in NFL history to set this record. Uh, oh, receiving yards. 
Receiving touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns. All right, Robert, I got to tell you, you're not off to a great start, but we still have plenty of time to go here, okay? Uh, Question four. The Patriots beat the Jets on Sunday, sealing the deal on a strip sack of Jets QB Ryan Fitzpatrick by this defensive end. That wasn't sure he wasn't playing. Uh, Who? What what was that? No, no, no. Thinking out loud, which is not a good idea. Well, Uh, I mean, it's okay. Patriots defensive end strip sack Ryan Fitzpatrick. Need an answer here. uh, Rob Ninkovich. Not Rob Ninkovich. It was Chris Long. Chris Long was the guy. Uh, And that was the first play I've seen him make all season. I just dropped my pen. (laughs) There we go. All right, question number five for Rob in Manchester. I think you can run the table here if you really put your head down. Uh, (laughs) Question five, Robert. This Patriots rookie hauled in two touchdown receptions from Tom Brady against the Jets. Mitchell. That is correct. Malcolm Mitchell. There you go. You're on the board. All right. Question number six. Sad news yesterday is this former Jets running back was shot and killed outside of New Orleans. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Hope it wasn't Martin. No, no, no. It wasn't Martin. It was uh, Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight was the guy. Uh, Question seven. The Bruins last night beat the Carolina Hurricanes in a shootout. Name one of the two Bruins forwards who scored in the shootout. the game. Uh, Markham. Would have accepted either David Posternak or Ryan Spooner. They were the guys who scored. All right, question number eight, Robert. On Inside the NBA this week, Charles Barkley said he doesn't like the, quote, girly way, end quote, that this team plays basketball. Golden State. That is correct. All right, you're two for eight. Question number nine. This golfer made his return earlier this week at the Hero World Challenge. Tiger Woods. That is correct. Shot a 73. And then the New York Post headline was, Can't Get It Up. I swear to God, that's the, that is the truth. Big picture of Tiger Woods. Can't get it. I swear to God it says that. And finally, Robert in Manchester, question 10. Let's finish strong here. On Twitter this week, this former Patriot denied that he would be playing for the Patriots this weekend, despite what Rams coach Jeff Fisher mistakenly said. I'd say Gronkowski. Not Gronkowski. It's actually Danny Woodhead. Because uh, when asked to talk about some of the Patriots that he was worried about, uh, he was talking about running backs. He said Danny. I think he meant Danny Amendola, but everyone assumed he was confused and meant Danny Woodhead. So Danny Woodhead on Twitter said, no, I'm not playing. Anyways, uh, that is uh, that is the 10. You finished with three correct, Robert. I don't think that's going to be enough to beat Tom King. But you never I, know. I doubt it. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pot you down. If you stay on the line, uh, you'll be able to listen as Tom King either beats you or does not beat you. Thank you for playing. And if we could get Tom King back in the room, please. It's our intercom system. King! I got a bad feeling that uh, Robert is not going to break the streak. Just, you know, seems like a good guy. But the Gronk stuff, you know, you got to know more than that going to beat Tom King this week anyway, you sure do. All right, King, get in here. I'm going to level with you. This is difficult. I was, I was talking with the owner. 
You were what? Talking with the owner. With the owner? Yes. That's nice. Talk with the owner. Should have him come in here and try and win your lunch. I know. That's that true. would be that, that would be would something. Be fun. I know. That'd be really something. I know it. All right, King. Uh, Robert did okay. We'll see how you do here. We'll start with question number one. And win Tom King's lunch as you defend your uh, your ribs. <laughs> question one. Rob Gronkowski having surgery today will likely end this season. If he does not return, he'll finish the season with 540 receiving yards and this many receiving touchdowns. For the year. For the year. Touchdowns. Four. Uh, three. Ah, Only close. Three. You were close. 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 Question close. two. Yes. Gronkowski's first back surgery came when he was a junior at this college, causing him to miss his entire junior year. Arizona? Correct. Arizona Wildcats. Arizona. I don't think that's a song. Uh. Question three. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> in 2011, da, 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 Gronkowski da, da. became the first tight end in NFL history to set this record. What was it? Say that again. In 2011, Gronkowski <laughs> became the first tight end in NFL history to set this record. The first uh, receptions? What kind of receptions? Receptions for a tight end? Oh, touchdown receptions. Mm, you said receptions. It is touchdown receptions. Yeah, for a tight end. I'm going to X that one for you. You're not getting that. All right, all right. Uh, he led the league in reception. It wasn't just for a tight end. He led the league in touchdown receptions. He's the first tight end to ever do that. So okay. that technically you weren't That's right. It's a lousy anyway. question. You're a lousy question. <laughs> it's not a lousy question. Yeah, it is. He became the first tight end in NFL history right. to set this record. Touchdown receptions. So you said the most touchdown receptions of any, but read that question again. In 2011, Gronkowski became the first tight end in NFL history to set this record. Okay. All right. So. Or sorry, to lead yeah, the league yeah, in this. Yeah, that's, that's not what the question is. The question's bogus. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because he did set the record. He set a record, but he's the first tight end. If he's got the most touchdown receptions for a tight end, he's automatically the first tight end to have that record. Right. You know, it, 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 is it touchdown receptions for any player? For any player. All right. Okay. All right. All so right. the question the question was. Oh, that's better. That's better. All you right. just got it wrong, so yeah. that's okay. Go ahead. Question four. I hope Robert fought as hard as I do. The Patriots beat the Jets Sunday. The deal was sealed on a strip sack of Ryan Fitzpatrick by this defensive end. Uh, Chris Long. Correct. It was Chris Long. Question five. This Patriots rookie hauled in two touchdowns from Tom Brady Malcolm against Mitchell. the Jets. That is correct. Malcolm Mitchell was the guy. And hopefully he can keep producing because I might need, need him to. Question number six. Yesterday, this former Jets running back was shot and killed outside New Orleans. Oh, Joe Knight. Is that his last name? Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight. Oh, Close. darn. Close. Oh, and well. the guy who shot him released with not charged. Not charged. Yeah. Self-defense, evidently. Huh? That's maybe what they're saying. Or an accident. That wasn't an accident. He stood over him and shot him. What? Really? Wow. I don't know. I, there's, I there's clearly more to this story. Oh, obviously. Joe McKnight. Okay. Question uh, seven. This is tough. Not doing the well, Bruins man. beat the Hurricanes last night in a shootout. Name one of the two Bruins who scored in the shootout. Ryan Spooner. That is correct. And that was a laser beam, that shot. That was, now see, that was a shootout. Yeah. Okay, that wasn't a slop we saw in Philadelphia two nights earlier. That's true. That was a shootout. It was. Uh, David Pasternak had the other one. Uh, question number eight. On Inside the NBA this week, Charles Barkley said that he doesn't, quote, like the girly way, end quote, that this team plays basketball. Golden State Warriors. Correct. Question girly number, man. Question number nine. <laughs> 
This golfer made his return at the Hero World Challenge this week where he shot a 73. Tiger Woods. Correct. And do you know what the New York Post said today? You know what the headline was for Tiger? No. Couldn't get it up. Swear to oh, God. Good Big Lord. picture of Tiger. Oh, that's a riot. Woods oh, shoots 73, couldn't get it up. Let me tell you something. There's a back surgery guy, and that's why he's never going to be the same again. Probably. Yep. That's, that just doesn't happen. And finally, question 10 on Twitter this week. Uh-oh. This former Patriot denied he'd be playing for the Patriots this weekend, despite what Re- what Rams coach Jeff Fisher said. This former Patriot? Yes. Former Patriot. Mm-hmm. Denied he'd be playing for the Patriots this weekend. This weekend. Oh, I got no clue. Think there. about the names Fisher used. Yeah, I know, but he, na- he used two names of guys that are on the team already. Right. You know? I know. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Got me, Danny Woodhead. Oh, okay. Danny Woodhead go. on Twitter right, said, "No, yeah. I'm actually not playing for." Well, Woodhead's out, guys. isn't he? He's he's done. This season's done. He's hurt. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He's had. He's on IR. Right. Yeah. But when he was talking about the running backs, and you said Danny, Danny. he meant Danny Amendola, but right. Danny Woodhead. People thought, "Oh, you mean Danny okay. Woodhead?" And so Woodhead tweeted, "No, it's not me. I'm not All playing." Right. Yeah, I should have gotten Woodhead. And yeah. there you go. Right. So you got that got one wrong. Six, uh, right? You ended up getting one, two, three, four, five, six answers yeah, pretty, correct. Pretty mediocre, but that's in da- that's a danger area. Robert in Manchester only got four right. That means Tom King once again. But none. Defends his lunch. Robert, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Robert, that's, effort, Robert. It's a lot closer than it's been. That's true. You gave a good fight. I had a bad week. Well, if I if I watched the, the all the Patriots game, I might have gotten at least one more right. Yeah, probably, and that would have been even close. But he uh, questioned Robert. The questions really stunk. No, they, they, I mean they really did. They were fine. They were really worded strange. They were worded strange, maybe, but that's because I haven't slept much this week, and that's fine. I don't apologize for that. That's it. You do. You write the questions next time. Win my lunch. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) shut the bleep up. (laughs) Robert, thank you so much for playing. Uh, We'll have your gift certificate for you right here. You can come pick it up uh, whenever whenever you can uh, between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. here at our our station. If you want to hang on the line uh, or if... uh, Maybe Justin can talk to you, tell you how to come down here. Have you have you ever won anything from us before? Uh, once, yep. I know where it is. Okay, oh, okay so if great. you know where it is, then never mind. Yeah, just come on down whenever you can, and uh, you can pick up your gift certificate, okay? Thank you, guys. Love the show. Thanks, All right, thanks, Robert. Robert. Manchester uh, coming up just a little bit short here. He, he had a chance. He was close. I wasn't very good. I had a bad day. You did. I had a real bad day. I should have gotten Woodhead. That should I, that should have happened. I should have gotten... Joe McKnight. Yeah, I just forgot the Mick. Mick. You know, and then I should have gotten the uh, the Gronkowski one, where I did kind of get it, but it was after the buzzer. I had simultaneously given the answer during the buzzer. That's true. So I really, in my mind, I got six or seven right. Yeah, it was closer to seven. It was I close. Guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anyway, that's Win Tom King's lunch. We do it every Friday. I got to win at something because I'm 19 down in these picks. Yes, yes, you are, and we will get into those uh, in the two o'clock hour. As we make our week 13 picks here in the National And when we come back in the National Football League, we will play the words of the esteemed head coach of the New England Patriots as he talks with emotion or not about losing the tight end who has carried this team through so many seasons in Rob Gronkowski. We'll hear from Steve William Stephen Belichick when we return.
Do you know that was his middle name? His middle name's Steven? Did you no, know? I wouldn't have gotten that. That's his father's name. Yeah. Yep, that's why. A lot of people don't know that. No. All right, we'll good. be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is a place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie... You should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 1323739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB1323739. Main Loan Broker License number 1323739. Kurt Stranson. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with November's Male Student Athlete of the Month, Jaruk Hassan from Bedford High School. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience as a senior? This year as a senior, it's been very crazy football-wise, like winning it in OT versus Merrimack. What schools are you looking at? I'm looking at Northeastern and St. Lawrence. It's a lot of good educational schools in New England. What are you looking to major in? I'm looking to go into pre-med. How excited are you about D1 football state? champion. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Our whole team is definitely very excited. It's the first one in BHF history for football to actually come out with a win this year. It's incredible and definitely to be a captain of that team and finally put that banner up. Tell me a little bit about your volunteer work. During the summer I was a volunteer at the LA Hawks. I did a lot of volunteer with the National TV, so like HRC, FBI, part of the National Honor Society goal, so there's a lot of volunteer work that I have to do with them. I volunteer for blood drives and I actually put on a dodgeball tournament last year for the Children Miracle Network. We donated like around a thousand what inspires you to participate in all this volunteer work? I know a lot of people need our help, though. I just try to get back, try and do my part, and just volunteer my time. Is there anything else that you can really say that you got out of going to school in Bedford? Privilege to play sports here. It's amazing because all the coaches, they really care about you. Coach Stinks, like, I look at him like as my best friend, but when it's time to you know put on the pads, then he's definitely there to coach you up, too. So the teachers are amazing. They really care about you. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Game plans. That's how you handle tough opponents. So, when you're up against cold weather, make sure your game plan starts with a dependable, proven, tough Duralast battery. That's why AutoZone is the only place that carries a full range of Duralast batteries. They're designed to deliver more power during startup 
and stand up to even the harshest conditions and temperatures of 40 below zero. Cold weather's coming, so out-tough the temperatures with the Duralast battery. Proven tough and available only at AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It's your business in search of commercial property. Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot down in front, picked up by Crosby, lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs, three for the win, it's good! It's the three to win the Steps back, puts up a three, won't go, final seconds, it's over, it's over! Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. Missed a portion of the show? Go to ESPNNHradio.com and download the podcast now. We're back. It's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire. Streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Uh, we have now for you Bill Belichick. We usually don't do this with his Friday press conferences, but this one obviously a little bit different. Yeah, with the Gronkowski situation. Yeah, yeah. he spoke for a long time. He spoke for over 24 minutes. So uh, here it is, Bill Belichick from earlier today uh, here on Christian. See you next week. <laughs> Later. Information about Rob. Obviously, we're um, all disappointed. Nobody's worked harder than Rob and had a better teammate and all that. Um, so hopefully things will... Um, work out positively uh, as possible with him. Um, all the information that we gave you is really, that's all we have for now. So I'm sure there'll be more coming in uh, as we go through the next few days. So we'll just take it as it comes. Um, so it's an unfortunate situation for him. Um, that being said, we're turning our attention to the Rams. Uh, big day for us today in terms of, you know, pulling a lot of things together on, um, on the Rams, team we don't know very well. Hopefully we can take today and, you know, nail down a lot of the situations, tie up some things, loose ends that uh, we've had to deal with here during the week. Um, and we'll be ready to go on Sunday. So be a good, good test for us. Guys got a lot of good players, got a lot of talent, and uh, they're a very, very explosive team. So we'll have to do a good job. <coughs> <coughs> How fortunate do you feel to have a player like Martellus Bennett at the position to help you know, fill the void without Rob? I bet have all the players we have. You've mentioned many times that this team has, has gone through periods where they didn't have Rob, and it's not a completely novel concept. But when you talk about the contributions that he does make, is it a blow sometimes to the team to lose a player who's obviously of that import both in the locker room and on the field? Again, we appreciate all of our players. I was insinuating that you don't. It's just, I'm just saying, like, you know, you want to rank them, and I, they're all important. They're all important. Rob's a great player. They're all important. 
Are you happy with the depth of the tight end you have right now with Bennett and Langle, or do you think that's a position you might need to add more depth going forward? We'll always do what we feel is best for the football team. Someone like James Devlin, does his uh, abilities and some big team can do, does that become more important now? Or? We'll do the best we can, uh, you know, every week. That's what we do. What goes into the decision to make a joint statement like that about his injury? Uh, I would say uh, this was the situation with the team and the player felt like it was the best thing to do. <clears throat> To some extent, the, the statement addressed this, but I want to give you an opportunity to clarify. There was a report yesterday that said there, there might have been some concern about Rob's back going into the statement. The, is I have nothing to add to that. Gronk is a fan favorite. Anything you want to say to fans who might be disappointed or worried? He has such a big personality, and everyone seems to love him. I don't know if there's anything you want to say to. Yeah, I just said it. Will the determination to put him on IR or not be made today after you get the results of the surgery? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, in the statement it says it doesn't expect him to be um, uh, to play for the remainder of the 2016 season. Does that include the playoffs as well? Or read it, Mike. Just read the whole thing. I mean, there's obviously more information coming. So right now, we have what we have. When more information comes, then there may be another decision to be made. I I don't know. The the initial report about the surgery came out of Buffalo. I have nothing to add. The statement, that's all we have right there. Bill, how much more in a situation like this do you sit down with Josh and say, okay, we have to make the adjustments, you know, we have plenty of personnel, we do have options. How much more at this stage of the season, after some news like this, do you sit down with Josh? We, we do it every day, we do it every week. That's what we do. Do you feel confident that you, you know, this effect? Tough injury, tough break, but you have plenty of other options to lean on, and more so that you've leaned on those options throughout the season, so it helps you in that regard. We'll do what we do every week. What, uh, what went into the decision to make Jacoby Merced the IR returning player? Do we felt that's best for a team. See something that could benefit from increased practice right this year, especially a first year player. Of course he could. Yeah, sure he could. I don't think that's what that's for, but yeah, of course he could. Yeah, every player out there that practices benefits from him. Well, otherwise, it'd be no point in practicing. All the players that practice, that helps them get better. Helps everybody. No doubt. Was the team aware of the extent of Rob's injury when Jacoby was the We've player? talked about everything we can talk about here. What do you know about Matt Langle? I mean, what what have you seen from him in practice, and you know, what kind of skill set would he bring that could help you going forward? Uh, Matt's got a little bit of experience. You know, he was uh, on the on the Bengals practice squad last year, so he's picked things up 
say, you know, ahead of a rookie type of player. So has some experience there. I mean, he's he's got some skills and he's done a good job that we've asked him to do. And he works hard. He's been a dependable guy. Some tight ends tend to block better than catch, catch better than block. Is, does he have one particular strength that is greater than the other? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We haven't taken what's on any game. I don't know if he could, you know, really categorize that. So we'll see. Well, changing the subject a little bit on, on Dion Lewis, how much have you seen from him in his return and his ability to make people miss? Because he was talking the other day that I wouldn't be out on the field if I couldn't make people miss. Have you seen that both in practice and a couple of games he's played? Yeah, I think Dion's gotten he's gotten better progressively each practice each week. Um, based on watching him practice uh, for a couple of weeks before we activated him, we felt comfortable um, playing him and. That's part of his game, obviously, is his quickness, his change of direction, his acceleration. So I think all those things were evident. I think they've gotten better, but I think they were all evident when when he re- returned to practice, you know, after the original, uh, let's say, the initial break-in period. Well, we haven't seen Todd Gurley rip off too many long runs this year, but his rookie year, it seemed like he was... Every game he had a 40 yard run. What about him makes him so dangerous when he gets to that second level, to that third level? Yeah, everything really. And he's, he's strong. He's got a lot of power. He's got good pad level. And he's fast. He's explosive. He runs through tackles. So it's, you know, he can make people miss. I mean, he really can do it all. He's got power. He's got quickness. He's got vision. Um, he, he can beat you in a lot of ways. Do you have to preach to your guys that even though he hasn't done it this year, you can see him doing it. You can see him doing plenty. I mean, you can see him catching the ball, making people miss. You can see him running with power. I mean, look, not every just because a guy gets a forty-yard run doesn't mean it's a great run. A lot of times, you know, the first guy who gets to him is thirty-five yards downfield. That doesn't make it a great run. There are a lot of five-yard runs where there's nothing there, and the back gets five yards. I mean, I think some of the best runs you'll see are five, seven-yard runs. Like, how does a guy get seven yards when you look at the play and there's nobody blocked and? You think he's going to lose a yard or at best get back to the line of scrimmage and you know, he almost gets a first down. So there's, there's great runs that are seven-yard runs. And Gurley's got a lot of, you know, a lot of great plays, special plays. Just because it's not a 50-yard run doesn't mean it's not a good run. I mean, you you see plenty of him on film. Breaking tackles, making guys miss, finding, you know, finding yards where it doesn't really look like there are many yards there. That's a good backs, too. Not just about how many yards a guy gains. I mean, that's, I don't think, you got to look the play. What are uh, some of the strengths of Tremaine Johnson? Long. It's long. Hard to throw over. He's got a big reach. Um, and he's close to a receiver. It's hard for the receiver to catch the ball. A lot of times you see defensive backs close to a receiver, and the receiver comes up with it. And defensive back just doesn't have enough length to make the play. Tremaine's got really long arms. He's behind a lot of receivers, and he's able to reach across them, knock the ball down. Uh, hard to throw over him. The interception he had against Arizona. Uh, Palmer just couldn't get the ball over his head. Um, good tackler. He has good quickness for his size. He's a bigger guy, but he's, he actually has pretty good quickness. 
to even handle some of the, the receivers that you would think, you know, they're smaller than him, looks like they're a lot quicker than he is, but he does a good job against them. And when he gets his hands on them, then they're they're in trouble. So he's got he's got a lot of talent, good ball skills. You know, when he gets his hands on the ball, he's going to turn it over. Aside from him, just in general, <clears throat> when you're constructing a secondary, you have to be able to construct it with the big guys who can come to the well, I mean, that's that's if you move them around. If you don't move them around, then they cover who... If you play a guy at one position, if he plays on the right side or the left side, then you cover the guy that's over there, which I'd say is more the situation than not. There are some teams or some situations where you've got him, he's got the next guy, you've got somebody else, but I'd say that's the... By far the lower percentage of the plays, by far. Generally, you see a corner play. Again, some games are different. We'll match to this guy and somebody else matches to that guy. Teams will do that. There's some of that. But by and large, most teams play play one position. Whoever's in that spot, that's who they cover. When you do get into the matching, is that a byproduct of strictly the matchup, or does the offensive complexity and the amount that they move guys around enter into it too? Absolutely, yeah. That's Look, the easiest thing in the world is for one player to match another. Okay, you go cover this guy. All right, great. But what do the other ten guys do? That's the problem. It's easy to match up one guy. That's That's simple. Now, what do the other ten guys do? What if he's here? What if he's there? What if he goes in motion? What if he's in the backfield? What if it's... You know, what if it's this personnel in the game? What if it's that personnel in the game? Then how well, how's all the rest of it match up? That's that's where it gets tricky. You know, you get a, you know, you could be spending all day literally on that. Okay, yeah, you take this guy, but you know, we can do the other ten. So, it's now if he's always in the same spot, then it's a lot easier to, in terms of scheme, to match up and make your adjustments and so forth. Uh, so. And again, there are a lot of different ways to match up. I mean, you can you can match up and put your best guy on their best guy, or you can match up and put your best guy on, let's call it their second best guy, and put your second best guy on their best guy and double them. So, you know, if you're going to put your best guy on their best guy and double them anyway, then you kind of lessen the matchups down the line. If you, you know, it's like sitting a tennis ladder or whatever. You, know, you put your bad guy at one and then win, you know, two through seven. Great. You put your best guy at one, and he gets beat by their one, and then you're two against two. You know, so it's that's what you're on. You know, you know, three or four man ladder there with the receivers and your and your DBs. Except we don't have to match them that way. You can match them however you want, but so oh, it's the same thing. It's you know how do you, how you want to match up? You want to match one against one, or you want to match? Yeah. Rand's defensive line, uh, quick, uh, <clears throat> similar with Aaron Donald, uh, interior-wise. How do you get your guys ready for that, or is that something they really need to feel early in the game because it's hard to duplicate in practice? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to duplicate. Very, yeah, I mean, you'd love to have two or three Aaron Donalds to put out there and be Aaron Donald, but that's not very many of those guys. But, yeah, you try to simulate it the best you can. You try to put guys out there that... Uh, would do that. They have some, you know, bigger, more powerful guys too, like Cam, like Brockers, guys like that. So they're, you know, they they have some different type of players on the defensive line. Quinn, very fast off the edge. 
so that's another different type of player. Good, like Donald, but different, much different than Donald. So you try to simulate that. Yeah. He runs well. Yeah, he's he's got very good speed, cover sideline to sideline. He's got good range in the passing game. Um, so he's kind of like the uh, you know, the Pittsburgh linebackers, you know, with Shazier and Timmons and uh, guys like that, um, Alonzo from Miami, guys like that that really, you know, their game is is range, speed, athleticism. Um, and he's got decent size. I'm not saying that, but I mean, there's a lot of middle linebackers that are kind of the you know, rundown types that come out on third down that are, let's say, you know, the run game is their is their run defense is better than their pass defense. You know, a guy like Ogletree, he gives you a lot of value that you don't you don't want to take him out on third down. He he runs well. He's got good coverage skill. They play a lot of the two Tampa coverage where he is really the middle of the field player from the middle linebacker spot. So, uh, you know, those things. So that I mean, those are. Between him and Barron, I mean, really, they're in when they're in nickel defense, or even when they're in base defense, it's it's not that far from dime. Like Barron's really a DB, or, or has been a DB. Um, you know, Ogletree is is a very athletic coverage type of linebacker that also plays Mike. So, you know, they have a lot of coverage players out there without having to actually substitute into a. A dime group. They predominantly play nickels, so nickels really dime with Barron and and, uh, and Joiner as the two inside guys. And an old tree gives them another, you know, a seventh good coverage player uh, out there, which is, you know, that's that's a lot, you know, put on the field. Most teams you know, don't don't have that. Malcolm Mitchell, was there a point in time this year where you saw him kind of? Make a make a mini leap. Uh, you know, asked you earlier this week about Malcolm Brown last year. I remember you saying after the bye, he really kind of took another step. Have you seen anything similar with Mitchell this season in terms of what you've been able to maybe put on his? Yeah, well, Malcolm's Malcolm's year has been, um, you know, not a straight line. So I think the spring was good. Uh, early part of training camp was built off the spring was very good. Uh, then he got injured. Then he missed whatever it was, three or four weeks in there. And then there was a kind of rebuilding process of him, you know, getting back, timing, confidence. Uh, in the meantime, the offense had accelerated quite a bit from where we were in the spring and where we were in the first, uh, call it two weeks of training camp, to where we were by, you know, second, third, fourth regular season game. Uh, so it was some, you know, catching up to do, timing, confidence, strength, so forth. And then, then it's been, you know, a good progression, I'd say, from somewhere there, like around, I don't know, third, fourth week of the season, somewhere in there. He came back earlier than that, but, again, I think, again, there was kind of a catch-up period that took place to a degree. Bill, the Vikings went into Thursday Night Football without Mike Zimmer, kind of emergency situation. Do you guys have a contingency plan in place for something like that if it ever presented itself? Yeah, that would be uh, going to the category of an audible. How could you address that audible? Is it something you just do once before the season starts? Uh, like a lot of things we do, it's on an as-needed basis. Kind of like the nine-foot line splits. I mean, I don't think you need to talk about those every day. 
still waiting to see him. Right. Uh, you guys have spent some time in the draft or before the draft quarterbacks who you would know, you know, first, second, top five, whatever, would be long gone before you get a chance to be on the clock, but you would spend some time with them anyway. Did you get the same chance with Goff? Uh, didn't meet with him personally, no. Uh, watched him, you know, watched Mikel. Saw a lot of them actually um, two years ago. Uh, was kind of when I started on him uh, watching Harper and the other receivers, you know, that came out. I mean, they've had, you know, Cal's had. A uh, bunch of receivers and backs in the last two years in the draft. We probably had five or six guys, whatever it is. So I remember, you know, when Chris came here talking to Chris about golf, you know, kind of like what's the story on this guy. And, and uh, you know, it's pretty good. Um, but everybody was talking about him not coming out early and whatever. Um, but just watching him play – so this would have been in 2014, right? Yeah, the 14 season. Then I watched him more in 15 because I had seen him in 14, talked to Chris about him, you know, kind of got a feel there. Plus, um, I knew a couple of coaches out there at Cal, so I kind of followed up on that. And it was pretty apparent to me that this guy was going to be, you know, this guy's an NFL quarterback. I mean, I don't know what round it was going to be or anything else. but So that was going back to his freshman, sophomore year. So, I mean, I've seen quite a bit of him for the last three years. But not, I haven't had personal, a lot of personal interaction with him, no. About none. Your final question? I know he's played the role somewhat in the past, but how have you seen Logan Ryan uh, as he's played in the slot as a little bit more of a regular role in the last few weeks? Yeah, I think Logan's really, um, really helped us playing in there. We, we kind of were in a little bit of a transition. Earlier in the year with um, the secondary and uh, Logan in particular outside, inside, I think over the last couple of weeks, he's really given us a, a good level of communication, of um, run force. He made so He's made several tackles in the running game, uh, plays off the edge. Um, but again, the overall communication consistency uh, in there has been, you know, been good. We try to build on that. Uh, so I think that's... You know, that's a that's been a positive for us here over the last couple of weeks. Um not saying it couldn't go back to a different um situation, but um we've kind of been and we we sort of saw this coming um over the bye, you know, kinda of looking ahead at the next few games and the, the next part of our schedule, um, defensively that that we you know, where we are is kinda of where we wanted to be here through this period. And he's given us, um, I think he's really done a good job in there, you know, of playing not only a slot position, but again, the communication, the decision-making, the, some of the adjustments that come from that inside spot uh, that have to relate to linebacker, sometimes the end, certainly the safeties. Uh, that there, there are a lot of moving parts in there that, um, that a good, experienced player at that position there's, uh, doesn't, doesn't show up on the stat sheet, doesn't show up. You know, maybe in the, uh, you know, necessarily on film, but in terms of the overall operation, overall communication and um, smoothness of the defensive play and help everybody else play better, it's it's definitely there. And he's, he's done a good job of that. So he and Duran and, and uh, Patrick and, and uh, Devin 
however that goes with those guys inside. They're all pretty experienced guys that have played together, uh, you know, some all the way back to college, um, that, you know, have a lot of confidence and trust and communication with each other with high in there. That that's, I think that's really been, um, something that's become more of a strength for us defensively. Again, not that it shows up in the stat sheet, but in terms of just the overall defensive, you know, group, that's become a real strength for us here in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, he, he's done a good job with it. You have to have a conversation with the player when his, his role might change, but his snaps might come down a little bit. Yeah, we, sure. We always talk about that. And that's, you know, it's not an easy conversation to have because everybody wants to play more, but at the same time, Everybody wants to have a good team. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to do their role. We all want it to be bigger, but sometimes we have to understand the bigger team picture, which I think, you know, our our players do. It's, and again, that's not always. But you give that up when you play football. You know, you give up some of your individuality, you give up some of your individual preferences or individual control you have to play the great team sport of football. You want to go out there and run track or swim or throw the shot put or, you know, play tennis or whatever it is, great. I mean, nothing wrong with that. And you control everything. You control how you practice. You control when you practice. You control, you know, how hard you hit the ball or how soft you hit it or whatever. Play golf. You know, then you're your own, you're your own team. But, you know, when you buy into a team sport, not just defensively but offensively in a kicking game, you know, practice for the show teams, practice for the other side of the ball, um, so forth and so on, then you make a commitment to to the team. And that's different than playing individual sports. So, you know, I mean, all players, that's, that's something that all players have to deal with, but that's part of playing football. But I'd say Logan, to your point of Logan, I mean, he does a great job of that. He's, But, yeah, do all players want to play more? Do all players want more opportunities? Yeah, of course they do, you know, but... We have to try to set up a system and a structure that we feel like gives our team the best chance to win, and I think everybody respects that. Okay. All right, thanks. That was Bill Belichick uh, speaking on a variety uh, was of it ever? <laughs> sure was. But the, the, the most entertaining part, I, I like that last section that you talked about. I mean, he never really has talked about stuff like that before in terms of telling players they're not going to play as much. Right. You know? And, um, you know, that may have gone into the defensive lineman, uh, Jabral Sherrod's uh, situation a little bit, you know, and without naming him. Mm-hmm. But um, the interesting stuff was the Gronkowski stuff. Uh, obviously, you know, a lot of, you know, do it best for the football team, or we thought it was best for the player. Mm-hmm. The joint statement, he didn't get into any specifics and did say there'd probably be more news to come. And the more news is probably going to be IR. Yeah. I, 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 there's there's just two schools of thought on that. One is, and Jeff Howe tweeted this yesterday from the Herald, is that they've averaged three or four healthy scratches a, a week, right? So they could get by without him, with with you know because you need forty six for game day. You don't need right. fifty three. You don't need fifty three. So they're fifty one, I guess, or fifty two. You know, so uh, they could hold him on the fifty three man, but there's also a school of thought that this that they will. I are him and and, yeah. uh, and and that'll be it. It's very possible. We'll, we got we'll to take a break. We're way over. So uh, yep. we'll do that. We'll come back a little more on uh, what Coach Bill said and uh, some more thoughts about this game coming up against LA. That's next on Christian and King. This is the Sports Station with Granite Roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Dan Helley with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. 
Week 13 of the NFL season kicked off in the Twin Cities, and Dallas beat Minnesota 17-15. Ezekiel Elliott had 20 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown as the Cowboys improved to 11-1, while the Vikings dropped to 6-6 after their 5-0 start. Jason Garrett's team has now won three games in the last 12 days. It was not our prettiest game. Different people stepped up, different units stepped up. Special teams and defense were outstanding in critical moments. Offense did what we needed to do at the critical times to win the ball game. So a great demonstration of fight and grit and all those things that are so important to, to playing good football. In other news taking place around the NFL, Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski will have back surgery on Friday and is expected to be placed on injured reserve, which would end his season. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Hey guys, Santa here. Just made a special delivery of goods to DXL, where you can find all the best men's brands in waist size 38 and up. Get ready to rock the holidays in clothes that'll make you feel cooler than my pal Frosty with awesome deals to put more jingle in your pocket. So slide on over to DXL today. Ho, ho, ho. Shop DXL stores now through December 10th for deals from 30 to 50% off. Visit DestinationXL.com for details. And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. Let's talk about power. To illustrate this, allow me to tell you a story about how I moved a tow truck 25 miles using only my index finger. I was stranded with a flat tire. I opened the GEICO app. Then, with a few taps of my finger, I beckoned emergency roadside assistance and a tow truck to my car. I invite you all to unleash the full potential of your fingertips with the GEICO app. Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bardis Law. Bardis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. At quarterback, for example, he's got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings them back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. We all have our mountains, the challenges that push us further. At Coors Light, our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer. That's why all of our breweries cold lager to give Coors Light its signature crisp taste. It's why we cold filter to ensure brilliance and clarity. And it's why we package cold to seal in Coors Light's refreshing flavor. Because we believe every climb deserves a refreshing finish. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. Want some new digs? Check out our new apparel that's ready for you on our website, ESPNNHradio.com.
603-883-9900 is the phone number, 883-9900. You can text in 845-827-1250. Any other thoughts on uh, what Bill said, Tom? No. Okay. No. Just that we'll have to wait and see what they do. I like the discussion of the one-on-one matchups against the best guys. Well, that's your best guy. If you have my best guy against your best guy. Your best guy. But you got a whole team. What do the other ten guys do? Oh, my God. They're not the best guys. Right. Exactly. Or as Jerry Seinfeld said, if he's the best man, why is she marrying him? That's right. That's true. That's a good I know. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, the first, like I said, the first 10 minutes of that were extremely entertaining in terms of the back and forth over the Rob Gronkowski situation. Well, yeah. what about this? Well, why that? Why the, Well, that's what we said. Read it. Just read it. Yeah. Read it. Read it. <laughs> read the damn thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have liked uh, one question about, uh, please tell us, what the hell is with the joint statements? Can you just tell us why you're doing this? Why are you making... Why are you only doing it with him? How come no one else has ever done this? Why have you allowed this? Yes. That, that's a question I would have liked to have heard. Sure, exactly. Why do you allow this to happen with just this player and nobody else? Right. I don't think that would have been an upsetting question. You know, he wouldn't answer it. He wouldn't answer it, but at least, <laughs> right, you get, at least someone you... should ask it. I mean, right. well, you know, what the I think hell? somebody did ask it in, in a way. Today? I think they did, yeah. I think they did ask about it. why did you issue the joint statement. Yeah. You know, I think, that's, I think they did kind of ask that. Mm-hmm. So, but... Um, he wasn't going to tell you when he got hurt. He was just going to say, you know, refer to the statement, and that was it. Uh, he's not going to put himself on the line for that. Yeah. Um, but I just think that, like I said, no one gets hurt. No one gets an injury like Rob Gronkowski gets an injury. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's basically what it comes down to. It's really true. Yeah. And uh, Brady is speaking right now. Yes. Um, talking about Gronkowski. We have confidence we'll go out and then win games without him. Guys like him aren't just sitting on the street. It's I don't know. They may be. <laughs> you know? You never know. Oh. By the way, Brady's wearing a cutoff hoodie. Looks like him and Bill switched, uh, switched wardrobes. Well, he just got back from practice, I would imagine. That's what yeah. they probably wear. Could be it. Yeah. So. Anyway, 603-883-9900 is your phone number. When we come back, we will uh, have our NFL picks. <sighs> I should tell you that in week 13, we have this week, week 14, so that's two, 15, 16, 17. There's five weeks left. Tom has to pick up at least four games a week just to just to take a one-point lead. Yep. So you'd have to average four games a week to beat me. Yep. Starting this week. Yep. Because I'm up by 19. Yep. It could happen. It could. It really could. It should have happened last weekend. Last weekend, the half points killed me three different ways. Uh, we'll see. It hadn't. It had. I had been. confidence last. I had really, really. Con- I had a lot of confidence last week. Yeah. When I at the window, right at the proverbial window. We will do that next. Don't go anywhere. Your week thirteen NFL picks with Christian and King when we return uh, on ESPN New Hampshire. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River in Harrisburg.